0: thought my relationship with the Holy Spirit was fine until he called me out. He called me out right where I stood and it hurt. But since then, my relationship with him has been better than ever. And if I stay on this course, it's going to completely, radically change my life. Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. This is episode 33. Let's get started. Welcome to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. My name is Shane Garrett, and I have been developing my gift of hearing Holy Spirit's voice for almost seven years now. Over those years, I've had some amazing success, but I've also made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of failures. But each time I fail, I turn to Holy Spirit and see what He has to say. This podcast gives you a look into my life as I walk out my successes and my failures with my relationship with Holy Spirit. Let's get started. So, I got hit. I got hit hard by Holy Spirit. I didn't see it coming. I wasn't playing for it. But it had one of the best impacts I could ever ask for. One of the results of this conversation, well, it happened last night. I was coming home just like normal. I went out. It was uh, celebrating the Super Bowl, watching the game, and I went out, did some work, came home, and I went into my room, but something was different. It wasn't the same room that I left the house to. I was in this room maybe six, seven hours ago, but it was different. My bed was still there. My books were still there. My computer was still there, yet something was so, so different. You wanna know what it was? It was the presence of God. The presence of God was in my room. Imagine stepping out of an airport into some deep humidity. It's thick, it's sticky. It smacks you in the face when you step into it. That's what it was like stepping into this thickness. Kind of like when you, have you ever been into a flower room in like a shopping market? And it's refrigerated, so you walk into this cold room, but you can feel the briskness. You can feel the change in the temperature. You can feel the change in the atmosphere. Or maybe you've walked into a funeral home. And that atmosphere completely changed you as well. Or maybe you walked into a hospital room where a new baby was being born. All these different things. You can feel the atmosphere. One of mourning, one of celebration, one of uh, a heat, a deep heat, and one of a chill. This is what it was like walking into my room. You can feel this unique atmosphere. It has its own feel to it that you'll understand when you get into it. It's kind of like when you walk in that humidity, and then you come back and you're like trying to explain it to people and what it's like, but they really only understand when they experience it. I walked in so happy because the presence hadn't been hosted in my room for a while. This, This is not a normal thing. It used to be a normal thing. It very much used to be a very, very normal thing. But when I got hit with what I explained a few episodes back, four, four, five, six episodes back that I got hit, I I didn't fall in depression, but I came really close to it. It was like being in that boat on a lake, and I'm just – the water is depression, and I'm just brushing my fingers across the water. Like, huh, I see you. I could jump in the water right now. I don't think I want to right now. I don't really want to get wet. And that's what it was like. Like I could jump into depression right now. I can get hit by it. I can fall into it, but I didn't. And it's like I had the oars there to row myself out, to row myself ashore, but I wasn't moving. And in this time, I was not walking in to the presence of God in my room. That wasn't a normal thing. But this conversation I have with the Holy Spirit completely wrecked me to the point where I'm living my life differently. Differently than the last time you and I had encountered each other on this podcast. It's been absolutely incredible. The times now I'm just watching a movie and it was interesting because I started watching this movie that kind of got a little bit dark. And I'm like, whoa, and I could feel the presence shifting. And then I when I end up going into a different movie, more of a romantic movie, which is definitely more my style. I'm very much into like romantic or romantic comedies. And I'm feeling them again. I'm feeling them good. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we gotta host the presence here. We gotta be careful. We gotta make sure we're moving well with him in mind. I'm having my scripture out. I'm having all these different interactions. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I want to host this. I want more. I want to continue this going on. So let me bring you back to the conversation that I was having with him. This time, I was at my church. I was at a young adults. Young adults meaning the people there are really about anywhere between the ages of 20 and 30, give or take. I'm in there and we're worshiping. And all of a sudden, I can just feel this electric vibration. It's almost as if it was moving zigzag, 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 all the way down, kind of like a, almost like a zipper formation or a lightning bolt. And then it just shh, tightened, like a roping pulled tight. There was looseness in it. There was tangles in it. Nope. Holding tight. Like a line, a straight line. I'm feeling this. I'm like, whoa, Holy Spirit. And I know, like, now I'm connected with him. It was a sense of, like, I'm here with you, and I want to talk to you. And so... I started talking to him about my feeling, my identity, who I am. I'm like, ah, something feels so off right now. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm, something feels really wrong. And I wanted to bring this to Holy Spirit. And the first thing he said to me, he said, you know, the world wants you to believe that your identity is based on your actions and your feelings. That what you do determines who you are. That how you feel is who you are. So like when I was in that place where I'm I'm almost close to depression, he's like, the world wants you to believe that you're a depressed person. That That's your value. That where you are when you're in your deep place, that's who you are. That's your worth. He said, Shane, you know, your identity never changes when you are a son, a king. When you come into my family, when you come into my kingdom, your identity stays the same. Now, it's up to us to learn our identity. It's clearly outlined in scripture. But a lot of us receive our identity as well through the prophetic. Paul says, above all else, like, pursue the prophetic. It says love, but it is the first thing you need to be going for. And then next thing, like above all else, you need to be pursuing prophecy. Prophecy connects us with the king, connects us with his voice. It allows us to see who we are when we can't see who we are. And so I'm like, all right, well, it's okay. My identity doesn't change. I'm like, you know, if I missed the mark, did I miss it when I was low, when I was in a low spot? Did I miss when I am am I out of place? Did I miss my prophetic calling? Did I, am I, am I out? I said, no, you're right where you're supposed to be. And I said, why then do I feel so far away? I feel so far away from where I'm supposed to be. Why is that if I'm right where I'm supposed to be? said, Shane, you're, you're not recognizing the distance you are from your purpose, your calling. You're recognizing the distance between us, between our relationship. They are two very separate things. You are noticing the distance between our relationship, not the distance that you have between your purpose. Like oh what? And here I am these last several weeks, several times a month or so, I'm pursuing Holy Spirit, I'm going after him. I'm wanting more and more. I I'm active, I'm thriving. I'm like how can that be? First, my question was, if you and I are connected, if we're one, how is it? How is it? That we can have separation. How can there be distance if we're connected? he said, imagine this. Imagine talking with a person you were once in love with, but no longer. Imagine being in their presence. You're right there. And yet, you're so far away from where you once were with them. There's lack of a connection in it. You don't have that relational connection. Intimacy anymore, you've created distance. Even though you're in the same presence of that person, you're so far away. I'm like, oh man, have I gotten it wrong this entire time? Is that what you're telling me? That everything I've been doing is wrong? No, it's not what I'm saying. I'm like, well, how do I change this? How do I, how do I change? He said, pursue me. Pursue me. Don't just give me five, 10 minutes. Pursue me, chase me, come to me. Let me be the focus of your thoughts all day. Pursue me as if you were to pursue a woman. Because I can tell you one thing. When I have my interest in a woman, she's all I can think about. Always on my mind. I don't know what it is, but when I'm interested in a woman, something comes in me where I'm just pursuing her spiritually and pursuing her, praying for her consistently. She may not even be aware of it, but I'm doing it. I'm thinking of ways that we can connect. I'm thinking of ways on how I can go deeper in the relationship. I'm thinking of ways or places or things we could do together, places we can go consistently. This is my, my mindset. This is why, this is one of the reasons I love romantic movies because it aligns with my way of thinking, it aligns with my heart because I love the pursuit. I love creative ways of interacting that creates intimacy. That's just my heart. He said, if you chase me, and just pursue me as if you were to pursue a woman. If you want deepness, you must pursue deepness wholeheartedly, not half fast. Not five, 10 minutes a day. That's not going to cut it. Not for this. Not for this. You know, one of the things I consistently speak out, You, if you've been hearing my podcast for long, you know I've said at least give God five to 10 minutes. And ah, oh, that's such an amazing starting point. Such an amazing starting point. But there's so much more. There's so much more, and it's completely dependent on your actions. It's completely dependent on my actions. What are we gonna do? The same thing happens in relationships with people. You have this time where you're pursuing someone, you're going on dates, you're courting them, you're willing them, you're whatever you want to call it. You're doing all these things. To increase the intimacy, increase the love. And if you stop doing those things, what happens? That intimacy and love that you created, it it needs to be tended to. It's like a clay pot. If fresh and you're throwing it on the wheel, and you got to keep it wet. But if you just let it sit there, it begins to crack. You got to tend to it, water it. Make sure it's doing all right. Put it in the fire, the kiln. Care for it consistently, and it'll last. Then he said something to me that this hit me. And this, what he told me, is what I've been doing these last few days. This is the shift. (laughs) This is the shift. This is what he shared with me that has completely shifted my my way of going through my day. And this, I believe, is what has allowed the presence of God to be resting on my room. (laughs) How many times do we read in scripture where the presence entered the tabernacle? The people in the Old Testament didn't move without the presence of God. And now the presence of God is sitting in my room. It's amazing. This is what he told me. He said, Shane, this is a test of your core value. Choosing me every day and pursuing me every day. Choosing me every day and pursuing me every day. That is one of my core values that I have in my relationships with women. Is when we commit to each other, we choose each other every single day. We choose to love each other. We choose to care for each other. We choose. I choose. Regardless of their actions, I choose to love them each day. I choose to fight for them each day. I choose to care. I choose to love. I choose To pursue. Choice. That's my core value in relationship. You have to choose that person. Jesus chose us. Right? He chose his disciples. He said, I chose you. You got to choose. So he called me out on my own core value. (laughs) And this is what he said following that. You're at a point where there's a lack of a fire in our relationship. Mm. There's a lack of fire in our relationship. He said, you're on fire for God, on fire for the things of God, on fire for prophecy, on fire for healing, on fire for scripture. All good. All very, very, very good. But he said, (laughs) but our relationship is not on fire. Ah, that got me. (laughs) That hit hard. Our relationship isn't on fire. You're on fire for God, but our relationship is not on fire. But it can be. Oh, man. Wow. That hurt a lot. But it was so real. Uh. He said, Shane, if you're at a point where there's a lack of fire in a relationship, And choosing me every day will reignite it. That's the key. Choosing me every day will reignite the fire in our relationship. (laughs) So what do you think I've been doing every single day? I say it verbally, out loud. I say, Holy Spirit, I choose you. God, I choose you. I choose to love you. I choose to pursue you. I choose to communicate with you. Oh, every day, every day. That's what I'm doing. Choosing him every day. I left the room. Uh, I could not hang out there in the worship room. I had to leave. I needed to get some air. I was like, oh, this is intense. This is, oh, it's that weight of just like, it's true. And yet it hurts so much because you see where you failed. See, where I saw where I failed, I'm like, all right, I got to get out of here. So I ran outside. I left the room. It's cold. It's brisk night. And I can just feel the cold, like piercing my skin a little bit. And I am sitting there and like, I found... <laughs> a little salt in the wound. <laughs> I was sitting there and I had a, my mind went to like, man, it'd be nice to have, if someone followed me out there, gave me a hug or something. That was my initial thought. And the Holy Spirit, <laughs> He's like, no one's going to follow you outside because you don't have relationships on fire in there. I was like, oh, man, dude. Why? I'm already hurting. <laughs> but it's so true. I haven't chosen people in there. I haven't pursued people in there. I hadn't gone after a relationship with them, and none of my relationships in that room were on fire. It's true. But I was like, dang it. Holy Spirit, I came out here for a break. <laughs> Didn't get the break. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's real. I should really be concentrating on the relationship within me. Um, <laughs> it was funny because uh, I was at a, the Super Bowl party, and we went outside, and we're like, hey, let's do some prophecy. And one of the guys there, he's like, hey, what? Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna pick someone. I'm not gonna tell you who it is. We're all gonna prophesy, and then at the end, I'll tell you who it is. I'm like, great. Well, I got this word. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give this word out. And I saw this light stream, right? These lights hanging up uh, outside. And one of the light bulbs was disconnected. It wasn't working, but the rest were. And the word I got was that the lights were like community. And the only way you'll be able to prosper is if you're within community. But if you separate from community, you'll, you'll lose that connection. But your, your light will shine when you remain within the community. I'm like, this is a cool word. I gave it out. At the end, he's like, all right, guys, all these words we just shared is for Shane. And I'm like, oh, Sam, whoa. <laughs> so I got this word about community, and here God is just the night before, a couple nights before, and he's just like, none of your relationships on fire. And I'm like, okay, I'm seeing the theme. I caught it. <laughs> I'm with you, God. I got the theme. I'm with you. <laughs> so I'm outside. I'm back at the church. I'm here. And I'm sitting here. I'm in the cold. He just hit me again. I'm like, all right, what do I do, Holy Spirit? What do I do? He said, All right, first thing you need to do is accept it. Once you accept it, you'll be able to see it as it is. Then you can start forming a plan. Then you can start forming a plan. I'm like, Okay, running through this in my head, running through this in my head. I'm like, Okay, I can form a plan. I can do this. Okay. I got some air and went back inside. I got back in the room and I started to cry. And I said that. Uh, Holy Spirit, uh, I'm so sorry. He stopped me. He says, Shane, I didn't tell you this so that you can feel bad and be sorry. I told you this so we can walk together and move forward together. I'm here with you. And I'm not giving up on you. Wow. 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 You know, it's funny when you watch romantic movies, that one line could save a lot of relationships. How many times do we tell things to people so that they could say they're sorry? And here, Holy Spirit is saying, I didn't tell you this so you could feel bad or be sorry. I told you this so we we can walk and move forward together. Because once you accept it, you can see it as it is. Oh, gosh. What a time to be alive. So that's what I've done. That's why the presence is in my room, because every day since, I have been choosing him. He's already chosen me. I hope, after listening to this, that you'll choose him too. This is Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you want more content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at DBD with Holy Spirit. See you there.